Welcome to Cowboy Ed, where we talk about all things education and occasionally, oh, we just talk about anything. Maya, how are you doing out there? Doing really well today. How are you? I am doing well. It is the holiday season, the Christmas season. I feel that whoop-de-doo going on uh, throughout schools and and it's an exciting time as lots of energy and and all of those things and and so yeah it's good it's 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 good and how's the the college semester winding down yep it is just about done so you know final projects papers are coming in and the grading is in process so almost there Oh, that word, grading, grading, grading. But anyway, we're going to we're gonna maybe take a topic that maybe we haven't even thought about. Maybe some of our education friends out there haven't thought about. But we're going to take a great topic and talk about artificial intelligence, and in particular, the idea of chatbots. And so we're going to just kind of run with this and see where we go. But before we do that, don't forget to like us on Facebook and share our podcast out there because we want more people in the conversation. Uh, the more, the merrier, because that is the season. So please share, post, repost, give us some questions, uh, shoot us some ideas, disagree with us, because we're not always right, just sometimes. So chatbots. When I say chatbots, what do you think of, Maya? Honestly, anytime you say bot, I think of any kind of you know, physical robot, right? So something students could build or just, you know, whatever. And I know that's not what this is, but you ask what comes to mind. And that's what comes to mind is that idea of, a, you know, a physical robot. So I guess really this is a virtual robot. So I don't know what... What do you think of when you talk about chatbots? First thing that comes to mind is a, a, a robot, as you said, but there's there's like an impersonalness to it. Um, it's just a bot. It's something that is mechanical or there, and it it doesn't. It's not my friend. It doesn't help. It's just there. And so I, I don't know what everybody else, our, our listeners, what their thoughts are, and when they hear that term chatbot, um, some people might you know have horror stories about dealing with chatbots and those kind of things. This idea of a chatbot, a lot of websites today, if you go, uh, there is a, a a button on there somewhere or a little thing pops up and says, uh, can we help you? Is there a question? And it, it gives it a very personal feel. Maybe you're missing a link or you have a question. Maybe it's an insurance. Maybe it's healthcare. Maybe who knows? But it's it's this artificial intelligent person. And it gives you the illusion that there is somebody on the other side of that computer screen somewhere connected answering your questions. In reality, there is not. It is purely a program that is taking the keywords that you're asking in your questions and giving you options to those answers. Like, hey, maybe this link will take you to the page that has the information on this, or maybe this will take you to where uh, it talks about sale items if it's a, a retail type site. So it's got this personal feel. And then eventually, you get to a magic question that the artificial intelligence, the, the computer side of it, can't really answer. And at that point, 
it puts you with contact information. Maybe it's an email address, maybe it's a phone number, uh, those kind of things to connect you. So we we started, you know, as the horses were, you know, clip clop, clip clop, clip clop through through the prairie and little snow and wind blowing by our ears. The idea of what could we do with chatbots in education? How could they be a useful part of education? Not just some other technology gadget or gizmo or woo, silver bullet, but could we harness this technology to help teachers? So, Maya, there you go. What, what are your thoughts as, as we think about, just, let's just go with at the, at the college end. If you had a, a chat bot, how many questions do you think come from students that a, a, a chat bot possibly could guide them to an answer? You know, as we're thinking about this, I mean, the chat bots work the best when they're really targeted, right? So that the parameters of the question a student might answer can get to, might ask, can get to an answer that the chatbot can give them, right? Then then it's a pretty successful exchange of information. But, you know, if it's really open-ended, the algorithm can't necessarily, you know, find the right information to respond with. And so I was thinking about how this would apply either maybe in a really focused, um, like, homework help with a topic or a subject, but for me at the college level, advising comes to mind. And, you know, the questions are always the same. How many classes do I need to take? What's offered this semester? Which ones do I need to take to fit where? How many, you know, research classes or whatever? Um, a lot of questions about classes, a lot of questions about credits, things that, you know, are at that very narrow topic. And so I'm thinking that that might be something, you know, to put on our webpage if we had a chatbot that helped students who are interested in our programs or are wanting that little bit of advising, they could, you know, really have that self-service component to get those initial questions answered. And then they could follow up with details, you know, as needed, right? So I don't know. I think that's really different in that that space of, you know, support for our students in the college level, because we do have all those extra little pieces about scheduling and courses and programs of study and that kind of stuff, which is unrelated to curriculum. What are you thinking about at the K-12 level? Well, before, before I go that way, I, I was thinking about, as you said all that stuff, I was thinking just office hours. Office hours for for staff at the college level changes sometimes because of weather, because of a pandemic, because of who knows what. And uh, being able to have a teacher uh, professor at the, at the university or at the college be able to put their schedule in there and the chatbot be able to say, yeah, is somebody available? Yeah, they're, they're in their office. You can go catch them or call them right now. Those things would be also pretty powerful. But back to your question about the K-12, one of the big pieces I've I, I feel like we've been addressing for, well, I don't know, maybe since the dawn of education, but especially in the last 10, 15 years, is the learner owning their learning and the lo learner really taking ownership of 
what they're doing and, and trying to get past the hoop jumping side of education. And with that, we oftentimes have students that are asking questions that are pretty simplistic in the sense maybe where something is located on a learning management system page or how do I get to this or what is the the learning target or the goal of the day? I mean, it can be very, they're very specific kind of things. And as soon as they don't have the answer or their hand goes up, they immediately stop. They immediately wait for somebody to give them the answer. And so that idea of problem solving, okay, can you find your answer? Can you own your learning? Uh, I, I think some of those basic things in the K-12 realm from really from kindergarten, first grade on through high school, we can we can target some of those and have that information, let the algorithm be telling them, okay, yeah, that assignment's posted, here's the link. Here's where today's assignment, here's the hard copy of it if you need it, those kind of things. You know, how we address it or say it, sometimes learning doesn't happen. Well, let's not say sometimes, a lot of times learning doesn't happen in our classroom. Learning happens when learning happens, when it hits that student. Maybe it's late at night. Maybe they're on their an iPad or a computer. And as, when that moment happens, teachers can't be on call 24-7. And we've, we've spent a lot of time talking about teachers need to be, need to disconnect and shut off. But when that learning moment happens, I don't want kids to shut off. I want them, their schedule may not match mine. So when that learning happens, then here they go. Uh, they can find this question, this question, this question. And by the time they come back to you, maybe you've got a really good email. Or when they walk into class the next day, you've got a really good question saying, hey, I went on there, I found the, this, I found this, I found this. And I'm I'm really struggling with this idea. Back to that non-algorithmic question that can be answered. I, I think that that's kind of like cotton candy for teachers when we get that really good question, because then we know they're 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 owning their their own learning in that piece. So I I I really think there's some great possibilities here. And and one of the cool things is if it's tied to the learning management or it's tied to the the software that a school's using, and it doesn't create more work for the teacher. This idea that I don't have to put all that information in there, the algorithm is reading my website, my Canvas page, my Google Classroom, whatever it is, it's, it's, hard, it's looking at all that, and it's doing that lead-in work. And then on the other side, are we possibly getting, can we look at it and say, okay, I had seven questions about this, or specifically, can I can I see, you know, this student went on here and did this, 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 and this looking for the answer. So I'm already prepped for when they walk in my room or to make a, a proactive text or call or remind message or email or those kind of things. So the wind is blowing fast. The horses are suddenly galloping almost out of control here. Where are we going, Maya? What, oh, I threw a lot back at you. What, what are you thinking now? I think that, you know, just to kind of generalize what you're saying, you're talking about all of those questions that teachers spend a lot of time answering that may already be on the website or in course materials or, you know, like you said, in Canvas or Google Classroom or whatever, um, that we just are redirecting students to information that's available. And if you can take 
that out of the to-do list of a teacher, that frees up time for them to be working with those tougher questions or helping a student dig into the details or or someone who maybe needs some extra help in the content, right? And you're not having to answer those questions that it's really just a redirect to information that's out there. And I think that's a really smart use of the technology that, you know, is a chatbot because that's its intent. And we're talking about really that customer support or the customer care element of being a teacher, right? Making sure students have what they need and and can be self-sufficient in doing their work. None of that has to do with connecting the content to, you know, their their prior knowledge or engaging them in, you know, the processes of class or whatever, because it's just a hurdle, right, to get to the information and then the teacher can do their work. So if you can have the technology take that hurdle out of the way, I think that that's, you know, a really good use of that. Because I know sometimes those boxes in the corner of the website are annoying, right? And they keep popping up and you shut them and, you know, you don't want them in your way because you're you're fine, you're successful in doing whatever you're doing. And, you know, I think that, that that's a different way of thinking about classroom management, right? Or instructional management, the way we're, you know, working with our students. I'm wondering how it can be helpful for the struggling student on content, right? So is there a way that, you know, if I'm struggling with a math problem and I can ask a question in the chat bot, do we have the ability to create enough background there to give the students some of that kind of homework help, right? Or help them find what they need to solve their problems in terms of learning content. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, that that idea of questions is, I it, I was writing down things on on my notepad as you were as you were riding the horse and trying to hold the reins there too. It's kind of hard to write while I'm riding, but I, the idea of questions is is a big big piece of this puzzle because do we really teach kids to ask good questions? And and nobody listening to us would disagree that good questions lead to learning. As teachers, we all often say there are no dumb questions or stupid questions or those things. And yeah, in a sense, that's true. But there are lazy questions. And that idea of questions that, as, as you were talking about there, that, that you can find the answer. But oh, well, it's too hard. I'm just going to ask that you just tell me. Otherwise, I'm just going to stop and wait until somebody tells me what to do. Uh, we've got to, we've got to really facilitate kids learning that, you know what, there are no lazy questions anymore. And thinking about that, that time piece of this, now in that chat pot, instead of me getting six emails on where's this, where's this, what's this, what's the assignment for, you know, all those kind of things that are really lazy questions, lazy questions in a sense from students in a lot of, in a lot of ways. The chatbot's answering those. But when I finally get the email or the notification from the chatbot in my email or text or in a messaging platform that says, hey, you know, little Billy's working on this and this is his question. And now I'm looking at it as a teacher going, that's a really good question. And can I help him with his homework? 
he's looking at something very basic, six plus six, or that there's a defined answer, then that artificial intelligence can guide him to A, resources, guide him to the answer, guide him to those pieces. But if we're focused on the answers, we're not focused on the learning. So if we've got to be focused on that process. So the chatbot can guide them to information. But when the question gets to the point that it's it's truly that helping them learn, that's when we get notified. And so, I, I you know, so much of the conversation about technology, I think teachers get very nervous about. Uh, we, we've seen a lot of online, a lot more pieces of, of some sort of virtual online mix. And teachers get threatened by that. Like, well, could artificial intelligence replace me? Could you know, the virtual classroom replaced me. Could now you're going to bring a chatbot in? Great. Now I'm I'm like you know two years away from not having a job because the the chatbot's going to do my job. But I think we we've got to be very cautious with this because technology can help teachers teach and really connect with students and instead of doing so much of as you said earlier, the, just the management pieces, just the, I mean, I hate to say this word, but babysitting pieces like behavior, this and that, or okay, because a lot of behavior problems in classrooms start when kids are, are are stuck and they're like, oh, I don't know where to go now. I don't know the teacher's working over there helping another student. So I'll just sit here and now I'll, I'll knock Junior or Fred in the head and then, you know, trouble's happening kind of deal. And so this allows possibly for teachers to really be better at what they're what what we all got into this to do teach and and not just grab that and and i i do have to come back to this one because you talked about the chatbot sometime being annoying and we think about how kids interact with different things but if we think about the chatbot as more than just a box on the side of the screen that pops up or that you click and now you can build a chatbot have them make it the chatbot your avatar and it, maybe it looks like you maybe it doesn't look like you maybe you have a a cutout of the chatbot in your room and you talk you name you name him or her and you change their clothes with the click of a button and you know now they've got a christmas theme or a holiday theme or a halloween theme or those kind of things uh make it a a, per, a part of this process so i i am i i just i hope there's some listeners out there thinking about this because there are some really cool possibilities. And I'm anxious to hear what some of the negative, what some of the drawbacks really could be. But what what other ways we see this this interacting? So I, I would throw that back to you, Maya, as as we're we're, we're rounding the, the corner here. What do you what do you see as a possible drawback to using chatbots in our classrooms? I don't know about a drawback. As you were talking, I was starting to get some positive ideas, right? Like what would be really good about it? And one of the things that came to mind, and you mentioned it earlier, but that chance for a student to get help when they're needing it, right? That just-in-time information. And I think one of the struggles that we had when all school was online was students got to a place they were stuck and then they just shut it down because they were done they couldn't couldn't get any further on their own and they didn't have a teacher that they could access so this provides another layer of access to try to get some help so i was seeing that as a positive i think a drawback maybe even in that same space right the 
I'm frustrated. I have a question. I'm not getting an answer. You know, the technology isn't perfect. And so it's very likely students are going to type in a question. And if they misspell a word or they ask it in an awkward way or the language they use doesn't match up with what the algorithms can find, you know, it's not going to work and it's just going to perpetuate that frustration of the student. So I think that that's a, you know, a positive and negative of the same thing, right? You have that access that could very well solve the the students or let them solve their problem on their own, but it also could perpetuate that frustration. Wow. That's uh, I, I was, I'm thinking about the, the chat bot, you know, one of the things we've talked about is questions. And we talked about that in the past. We talked about it today. But you just said it, if the question isn't phrased right, or if the question doesn't get the point across, then not only maybe the chat bot doesn't totally understand it, sometimes we don't understand it as, as the teacher. And so using the chat bots to potentially help them develop better questioning skills and get by the, this answer, you know, there's a right or wrong, or there's a, you know, this is a definite yes or no answer kind of deal. And getting to those thinking, those knowledge and depth of knowledge questions that you know are making them think that there isn't a quote-unquote googleable or or just easily generated answer that's what we're trying to get that's learning that's where we're going so this ride's coming to an end but once again we we just want to throw that out there that please like and share this podcast with your friends um, all those in education and let us know if there's any questions that you want us to tackle or possible guests you want us to bring on and, and have a conversation with. So with that, head them up. Move them on. Move them on. Head them up. Head them up. Move them on. Cowboy head on the run. Right.